0: the grace and love of our lord and savior be with us always amen the word of god we want to consider today is again our gospel reading for this past sunday the 20th sunday after pentecost we're looking at luke chapter 17 verses 1 to 10. luke writes jesus said to his disciples things that cause people to sin are bound to come but woe to that person through whom they come It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. So watch yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. He replied, if you have faith, the size as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and trained and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you had a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Would he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and sit down to eat? Would he not rather say, prepare my supper, get yourself ready and wait on me while I eat and drink. After that, you may eat and drink. Would he thank the servant because he, had, because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. My dear friends in Christ, In our reading, as we've said, Jesus was talking about doing our duty to God and that doing our duty to God, well, after God has given us faith, after he's worked in our hearts, after he empowers us to live as his believing children, well, doing our duty to God is acting on the faith or acting because of the faith that God has given to us living as his believing children, not trying to earn heaven because that's something we can't do, but thanking God for all that he in his grace and mercy has done for us. Our duty to God includes forgiving others as we have been forgiven by God, And that's the key thing there, as we've been forgiven so much more by our God. Doing our duty to God, it also includes being careful that we don't mislead a fellow Christian. And, well, being willing to forgive those who sin against us, no matter how often they may do so. Well, the apostles, what they wanted to do, they heard what Jesus said, and they really wanted to do what Jesus said, but they thought that that was such a difficult thing that Jesus asked of them. And so they said to Jesus, increase our faith. They felt their faith was too weak to be able to do what Jesus said. And, well, Jesus didn't. Respond to them by telling them, yeah, your faith is too weak. You can't do what I'm after. No, Jesus said to them, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. Oh, Jesus here is telling us maybe that we can spend too much time trying to figure out how much faith we have instead of concentrating on how much faith we'll have what we'll want to always keep on doing is thanking God for his grace and mercy in giving us faith in the first place giving us faith in our savior Jesus and since we have that faith no matter how small or great it may be we're going to want to act on that faith go ahead and act on that faith and What does that mean? That means looking to Jesus, hearing his commandments, his promises, his teachings, and then working at obeying and trusting and believing what Jesus has to say. In our reading, when he's talking about moving a mulberry tree, he isn't isn't giving us a command to transplant a tree here. Rather, he's emphasizing what great things even a little faith in our Savior can do, can accomplish. So he's saying, don't worry about the size of your faith. Use the faith that you have. Use the faith that you have. And of course, as he's saying, use the faith that you have, whether it's strong or weak, he's also saying keep on regularly and faithfully hearing and studying his words so the Holy Spirit can work on your heart and keep on strengthening your faith giving you a faith that could be bigger or greater than that of a mustard seed. Well in this reading then Jesus referred to a slave of his day who was expected to do the work his master gave him. And when you think of that slave, well he knew would know that really the master owed him nothing unless he felt gracious enough to say or do something about the work that he'd done unless the unless the servant had done something above and beyond what he was called upon to do which was his duty well by nature We're all unworthy servants or slaves who can't even do our duty to God, who can't begin doing our duty to God because, well, we still sin. We still sin. We were slaves to Satan, sin, death, and hell, but what God did is God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son to buy us back from the devil, to pay the debt that we owed to God. He brought us to faith so we belong to God and now our God has the right to tell us what to do and not to do. But Jesus says so you also when you have done everything you were told to do should say we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Now the fact is, is because we have a sinful nature, we must confess that we can't begin to do our duty to God. So will we be damned? Will we be condemned? And the answer to believing children of God like us is, of course, no. We won't be condemned. And that's because, through faith, we are God's servants who can do our duty to God. And now, that's the key there. Through faith, we can do our duty to God. But that's through Christ, of course. And remember that it is through Christ. Through faith, what God does is God empowers us to live for Christ. And, well, what's more important is that through Christ's sinless death, life and death, that's credited to us that's credited to us and it's as if that's us now Jesus what he did for us and that's credited to us and our shortcomings our failures our rebellions against God those are washed away by the blood of Christ and so what we can do is say our duty to God has already been perfectly done by Christ our Savior in our behalf so what's left for us to do well the fact is nothing to earn our salvation Christ accomplished that already for us it's already been done by him we can't do that but what we can do is thank our God thank our God for Well, thank our Savior for living and dying and rising from the dead for us, for doing our duty to God for us. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us to be very concerned about doing our duty to God so we don't set a bad example that could mislead anyone, especially little ones. Help us to be forgiving and always leading souls to Christ's forgiveness, grace, and love. We pray in his name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.